Hey guys, this is Jess. And this is Gil. And welcome to Culture, Culture Theory. Theory Sync <laughs> Issues. That's it's not gonna be super clean. Yeah, it was, it was I'm, interesting. I'm, I apologize. Oh, I'm putting your volume down. This is everything's going wrong. I'm like, wait. <laughs> it's okay. You know, you live and you learn. Yeah. We have to actually go into our jobs, so we're not zooming regularly. Yes. We are clubhousing, though. We are club. Vic is on clubhouse. Yeah. Vic is on clubhouse now. Yeah. So, That's- how's your week been, Gil? My week's been really good. Um, just been working, just been dealing with a few transitions. All righty. Thank you. Yeah, how's how's been your week? Been good. Same thing, working. Um, picked up an extra shift at work, so I'm really working. Oh, but everything is copacetic. That's good. Yeah. So we were talking a little bit earlier today about some of the stuff we've been seeing in social media. And today's topics are going to be some things that are really popular, but I think are teetering on, I don't want to use the word dangerous, but definitely teetering on um, maybe let's be a little bit more careful. Let's be a little bit. Let's be a little bit more aware. Like, right. Like, I don't think people are very aware of how these, I think you're talking about the challenges, right? These social media challenges. I don't think how, I don't think people understand how technology works. Right. Like, what do you think about the silhouette challenge? You know what? Let's get into that in just a second. Um, Let's get into our first question and our wants to know. And this week, Leia wants to know, how come when you leave, you don't come right back? Um, This question was also submitted by Lola. Yes. um, Who is Gil's dog. So they want to know, how come when you leave? You, know, you don't just come back. It's funny you asked you, you ask that now. Well, Leia asked that now because yesterday I honestly was thinking about it as Lola was looking at the door and I came back. She was like, how come he comes from the great portal right away sometimes and sometimes he takes eight hours? Right. So this one's for all the dogs. So when we leave, it's not always the same. Mm. You know, we don't know. If we're going to work sometimes, sometimes we're getting coffee, sometimes we're out there eating, um, drinking the best matcha latte we've ever had. Shout out to Wells Coffee. Yes, we were there um, earlier. Yes, shout out to Wells Coffee in Fat Village. Um, you know, and sometimes we go to get pub subs. Look at her. She's like, I want to come ask my question in person. <laughs> um, you know, so. Uh, sometimes we go out and then we come back with an arm injury, you know, so maybe it yeah, takes a little bit too. longer. Yeah. You know, so, um, it's fortunately it's hard to say, um, but we definitely always come back. And that's, I think that's the really important part, Gil. Uh, what would you like to say to Lola? I like to tell Lola that, you know, I always make sure to come back. I might not come back all in one piece, but I make sure to come back. Right. I mean, you're all in one piece. Sometimes the pieces aren't like put together. Right? Yeah, it's true. But he, yeah. yeah, it's okay. All right, guys. So, <laughs> all right. So, thank you, Lola and Leia, for submitting um, this week's Who Wants to Know question. They should have and a podcast called LL. <laughs> oh my God. Two Dogs Podcast. Yeah, two Dogs Podcast. <laughs> two Dogs Podcast. Two Stupid Dogs. Two stu- <laughs> um, I'm kidding. Uh, shout out to the 90s. So um, thank you guys so much for listening to this week's question on who wants to know. Um, Now we're going to let you get into 
where we make our money, um, and where you can spend yours. Hey guys, check us out on Instagram at Culture Theory Podcast. You can also support the show at patreon.com slash culture theory. Stay updated with us on our website, culture theory podcast.com. We're back. And we're back. I love saying we're back. Like we, do, we, we didn't, literally we did, never did. get up. But normally we, we used to, up. we used to get up and like take a break and then we edit it. But now since it got the roadcaster, it's like we just press it and then we're back. Right. Damn, should we be taking a break? We should. No, 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 no. We no. don't need a break. Yeah, we don't need a we don't break. Need a break. Yeah. We don't need a break. We don't need a break. We shorten our podcast so that you would listen to the whole thing. So mm. you shouldn't need a break either. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, shout out to my dog who is just circling the chair over here. Um, if anyone hasn't met Leia, uh, you can see the tip of her tail right here. Ma'am, did you want to come say hi to the people? Huh? I'm a podcast. She just has her leg on my thigh. She's not interested. Cut. You want to say hi? Yes. Say hello. Oh, she's so short. So, like, my question <laughs> was like, answered today. I feel great. So, thank you for answering my question, Mom. I love you very much, and um, I appreciate my snack. Of course, always. And if you haven't already, don't forget to follow Leia's podcast, LL Podcast, where her and Lola talk about all things dogs. <laughs> all right. All right, Mom's going to finish... Mom's gonna finish podcasting, okay? She's so short, but she's really just like right here. She's really trying to get in my lap right now. I think she's that's perfect height for podcasting. The microphone's right there. Right. Just <laughs> for an hour and a half. Um, she does burp sometimes, so it'll break it up, you know, the yeah. monotony. Yeah. All right. So um something that we've been seeing, I guess, recently. Oh, with the internet, I feel like recent has to be like today or it's not recent anymore. But recently we saw the silhouette challenge, which if you're not familiar with the silhouette challenge, this is kind of what you would see. But this with the silhouette challenge, a lot of people are the whole thing. If people don't know, they would dance. I didn't know either. I didn't know either. People would so dance in. and through this song and they'll come through a doorway or a hallway and very seductively and then the lights will cut off and it'll be a silhouette of them and it'll be a red light and they would be naked and the whole thing is oh, okay cool you know po- body positive and showing that you know it doesn't matter what type of body type you are you are beautiful and it's all about me loving myself and i love that i love that dearly and i understand the you know the implications of how people are saying that you have to have a specific body type to be beautiful. But at the same time, this is an app that you don't own. It's an app that that's not even American and you're sending your nude videos to it, to its servers and you're allowing a filter to cover it, potentially hoping that, Oh, nobody's going to see me naked. But here's the thing, Reddit and YouTube and people are like exposing these people and it's disgusting. It's sad. That there's regular people who thought that I'm just going to do this challenge because everybody else is doing it. It's now they're being exploited. Right. A hundred percent. So I was under the impression that this video is being recorded in, you know, in the black and white or the black and red and that, you know, people just were aware of how to do it. But from what you told me, it's a filter. It's a so filter. they're recording the video, importing it in like a raw footage of them, like naked or almost naked. 
and then they're adding a filter on top of it. Yeah. So they're uploading data of themselves just butt booty naked. And then so the app has that and then you're throwing something else on top of it and exposing yourself potentially. Even when I'm on so. Facebook, um, you ever go on Facebook and it shows you your camera roll pictures? Oh, these aren't on Facebook yet, but we can post them now. And it's like your most recent nude photo. Like, I don't, what? what? Why are you in my phone? Because like, right. it's telling you, you can upload these now. Who's to say that it is not already on Facebook? If it has a cache screenshot of your most recent picture on your camera roll, there's a piece of that data already on Facebook servers. Right. And people always say stuff like, oh, why don't you send your husband nudes? No, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. My, my phone is set up to my iCloud. So an Apple like and this was a long time ago. So I'm sure it's probably even crazier now. But even before I met my husband, me and my ex-boyfriend were sharing. And this is how old it is. We were sharing an Apple account because before you used to have to have an AOL account if you didn't have an iCloud account itself. So he had an AOL account and we used his email. So when we broke up, um, you know, I, I wanted to like use my own Apple ID, but I had been using his Apple ID and I had a bunch of messages and stuff that I wanted back. There's photos, videos or whatever that I wanted back. And unfortunately he couldn't remember the information because we had set it up. We were together almost five years. So he couldn't remember the information. And then, uh, so I called Apple to see if there's anything they can do about like resetting the password to the Apple ID. And they're like, unfortunately we can't, which they still can't. Yeah. Um, but we can go into your messages and I can send you a screenshot of your messages so that you can get these photos back. Hmm. So, I mean, at first I was kind of like, okay, cool. But then I was like, hold on. Yeah. So you can't reset my password, but you have full access to anything in my phone. You just can't unlock it for me to access it, but you can go in there and screenshot and save that stuff to send it to me. So from a long time ago, I knew that whatever I upload or I send to like the cloud or any of these cloud-based services, OneDrive, Google Drive, um, iCloud, Dropbox, they have access to your information. And that's, that's unfortunately one of the downsides to uploading your stuff to the internet. Like, yeah, we might not be reading all those, you know, user agreements, but there's a clause in there that says, Hey, like while you're on my platform, I own your, I own your images and et cetera, et cetera. So it's, I think it's just being aware of like, you know, I, unfortunately I need to agree to use the service for them to have my information and whatnot. They sometimes disclose it. You know, if you go to buy an app or let's say you're linking like your Facebook through Instagram, it'll say, Hey, so Instagram's going to have access to your Facebook posts, your followers or whatever. I fuck they call them Facebook. Um, and I mean, you have to say yes to use it, but you have to know that it comes with a risk and which is why there's very little that I have in cloud services that I will allow people to have. And which is like my gripe with cloud-based services. So I only use like cloud-based services um, in order to share things, you know, like me and Gil, when we work on something, it's in a cloud-based service so that we can both access it. But I don't ever- Like Dropbox. Like, right, exactly. Like Dropbox, iCloud, whatever. But I keep like 
copies, like copies for myself. Like I have multiple hard drives in my computer. Um, you know, I'm getting external now to transfer that stuff off of my computer just in case, you know, if something happens to my computer, no one has access to that. And yeah, we were even talking yeah. about investing in a uh, NAS system, which is a network access storage, because that way we're fully control of the content that we create for ourselves and our clients. And that's just a better incentive versus like I, earlier you said people being cautious. And I like, I, re- I like the word being aware because caution is just like, oh, watch out. The floor is slippery. But aware is like, hey, this this is why it's slippery or this is what's going on. Like people don't understand when you have a phone. Like I had a client the other day. She's like, oh, my gosh, I, I lost these pictures. I, I, I was like, by any chance, did you send these pictures to anybody? Yeah, I think I sent it to my mom. And I was like, okay, cool. You have an iMac? Yeah. Went to her home, logged into her her, her, her Mac, and all the pictures she sent. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know that this does that. I didn't know if I send a text on my phone, it's connected to my computer. I'm like, yeah, it does. She's like, wait, my computer has no password on it. I'm like, yeah, that's what happens. If somebody were to steal your computer, they'll have all your naughty goods and all that for free right. without doing anything. Right. And just right. we just need to be aware of how these computer work. And I feel like technology, well, me and you are lucky in, in, in the sense that we're interested in technology. So we, we can see the, the good and the bad things. And a lot of right. people, they're kind of scared of technology, but then they'll get all these smartphones and all these computers, but not be aware of the security risk that are involved when you have these pieces of gear. Right. See, Leia knows too. She's she's being cautious right. of whatever's happening outside. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm going to make sure no one comes in right. and steals my three toys. She has a geofence tag and somebody <laughs> enter the geofence. Yeah, exactly. She's trying to make sure nobody enters the real fence. Yep. <laughs> so, but I mean, that's just one part of it. Um, but not even just the, I guess, a cautionary aspect or being aware of what's going on. Um, another question, and that was brought up in a clubhouse meeting that we had the other day was, do you feel like what we allow people to see on the internet is something that may have been taboo 10, maybe even 20 years ago, but now people are very comfortable with it. And I think where we see that and and a good example is something like the silhouette challenge. Um, back in the day, you know, people were, I wouldn't say more prudish because I think that People always existed that wanted to share themselves with the world in a way that might be uncomfortable for other people, but now it's more acceptable. Like you're, you're not going to be looked down upon and and you can find communities of people who feel the same way you do. So you don't feel as alienated, but do you feel like um, it's, it's going in a way that can be harmful or do you think this is just like, new age. And this is just what we're doing now. Um, a, a comment that someone made in clubhouse was that, you know, I, maybe I just feel this way because the people who are doing it are from another generation and also not necessarily just in the younger generation. There's people our age that are doing it too. Um, I personally have not seen any one underage doing the silhouette challenge, but I mean, maybe, maybe they are, I'm just, I'm not sure. But do you feel like I guess this is generational. Do you think that just people as a whole are becoming more comfortable with things like open sexuality, showing more skin um, and being okay with possibly being exposed on the internet? I feel like our generation, um, when it comes to 
like sexuality and tabooness, I feel like we, oh, what the hell? I feel like we were kind of not blocked in a sense due to social norms. We were like told we can't do this, can't do that. So we're now that we have the ability to do and expose ourselves and express ourselves the way we want to, we're like doing it. We're like kids again versus kids in this generation. It's like normal. It's like, what the hell? Really? That's what you're, that's what you're excited about. That's we do that every Friday. And it's, it's just something that they normally do versus our generation where it's it's new, it's exciting. I want to express myself. I want to do this. But if you had a childhood where you were very much like sheltered and told you can't, express yourself as a woman this way can't express yourself as a man or a gay man so when you have the ability to do it now as an adult you want to go all out you want to show out right no no behavior at all right you know exactly versus these kids in this generation i feel like not all of them but some of them are like you know what i'm kind of open you ever seen the show euphoria oh i love that show. and it's it's kind of crazy like this is normal for for kids nowadays like the the drug abuse the the sexual experiences the parties this is every day you know even even during covid so for us it's kind of like oh this is fun this is new so i have to be a part of it versus this generation is like bro this this is whack right exactly and like seeing a lot of people or I guess younger people do stuff like this. I see it as mostly generational. Like my little brother does things that I don't necessarily, I'm not interested in. I don't think they're bad or wrong or anything. I'm just not interested in, um, especially just at my, I'm just tired. Yeah. <laughs> we after Same. 30, you're just tired. It has nothing to do with like, you know, all these young kids. Well, you're just tired. You're just not interested in stuff like that. Um, but um, a point that I, I guess I argued the other day was that I don't feel like any of the things that are going on now are wrong or bad or do, like doing the most or too much. And the argument against it was that um, people and, and things like OnlyFans or, you know, challenges like these, it's like you're so comfortable and allowing yourself to be exposed and then you're doing it for money in some instances and that's it's that's wrong and... Uh, you sh- you should have more like respect for yourself than that. But respect, I mean, I th- I feel like respect is generalized for certain things. You know, like holding the door open, saying thank you when someone does something nice. But as far as exposing yourself, exposing yourself, and doing things like OnlyFans, where maybe you're you know charging ten dollars for a little nipple, you know, a little toe action. It's just something that people do and have always done. And I, you know, I try to liken it to pornography, which loads of people watch. And, you know, it was argued back that, no, it's not. It's not the same as pornography. And, you know, so my thing is, like, where is is the line drawn? Like, when is it okay for people? When is it not okay for people? Because it's, y'all pay or sometimes don't pay a lot of times because it's free but they're still for pornography. Paying. But people don't understand how the porn industry works. That's another thing. People aren't aware that when you're watching a free video, you're still kind of paying the artist through views or through through the ads. You right. click on certain things, you're still paying these porn right. stars. So, you people just don't understand. And not even more not even so much the the whole, you know, uh 
you know, paying or not paying. Cause I feel like that to me, I don't understand why that makes any difference, whether you're paying for it or not, you know, you're paying unless attention it's like, to it. Same. Right. Thing. Right. Exactly. So I think that people are just more comfortable. And again, I, I'm just making the argument that now we have a community for people like as before, if you said, I like getting um, squished and farted on and that's my kink. People be like, yo, roast, roast is due right now. Get him out of here. But now there's a whole group. I'm pretty sure there's a Reddit thread for people that like getting sat on and farted on, you know, and that's their kink. And that's just it. You know what I mean? And I think the important thing is to remember that if you don't like it, that's fine. But you can't say something is bad or dangerous because you personally don't enjoy it or you don't see the point or you wouldn't do it. I I feel like the issue when those kinks are is like when you when people people don't like labels. And also when people form like a community around it, when you form a com- when people see a community formed around something, it becomes as like a negative like notation, like, like, oh, this is a cult. People like getting shitted on and farted on like, oh, this is a cult. This is. And ev- even me, for example, like if I hear, oh, this is my kink. I'm a part of this community. Like, bro, really? You just like this thing. You guys don't all meet together. And talk about, hey, I got farted on five times today. What? I got seven. Like, no. Like, this whole community thing, I understand it and I like it. Some people need to form a community. But it's like around that, dude, just say you like it and then just keep it moving. That's just my opinion. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I see where you're coming from. It's like you're going to log in on the internet and then like, oh, Tony got farted on seven times today. Like, the whole community aspect is like, just come on, really? Is there really right. is there really a community meeting every Tuesday about getting farted on? Just say you like it and just keep it moving. I like this. I like that. Just don't do anything that's illegal, obviously, but like what you like. But when people put labels on it, I feel like it becomes like something bad. Like you're a part of you're a Trump supporter. I might like certain things he likes. I'm not a Trump supporter. I like this and that. I like like people love labels. And I feel like when you put labels on certain things, it becomes bad. I don't think so necessarily. I think in regards to what we're discussing, um, it's, it's more so to show people that like, I'm not the only one Yeah. Okay. because back in the day, you know, if a woman, if a woman was going through menopause, she didn't have a change. She was insane. She was crazy. But if it's happening in groups, it's like, you know, you can't be crazy. Everyone can't be, you know, okay, just making sense. this stuff up. It's it's kind of just saying like to others and and kind of for yourself, like, oh, I'm I'm okay. You know, like uh people who deal with mental illness, you know, they have groups where they talk about, you know, I'm depressed and I went to work today. Or it might be I'm depressed and I literally haven't left the bed yet. You know, I peed one time, that's all I did today. Um and on either end of that spectrum, you you know, you might belong to one or the other, but if you feel like you're the only person who can deal with depression and go to work, or you're the only person who has depression, you can't get out of bed, it makes you feel like, well, what's wrong with me? Oh, so But when, if yeah, all when, these other people that you don't know, and you've never met, and you've never had a single conversation in your life with, all of a sudden are like, I also haven't got out of bed today. It kind of makes you feel like, okay, I'm not alone. I'm not crazy other people experience this as well. That makes sense. He probably didn't get out of bed because he was squished on. Right. 
he got squished one too many times. I get or, you know, he that got makes pink sense eye now. From the fart. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So not to take away, like, listen, I understand there's things that people like or they don't like. There's things that I don't really care for or I don't understand. Like, and it just comes down to educating yourself and learning maybe why these people do things that they do. And but also you don't need a reason. Mm-hmm. You can just do something. I told Gil a story today about <laughs> I made a joke to my boss. And I don't know why. Like in my head, Bruh, it was just still. I still think about it. I almost mentioned it earlier, but I was like, "Nah, no, it's fine." You know, I made the joke, and he was like, "Why would you say that to me?" And it was just like, I don't know. I just like this. Literally, like we had this interaction. That's the first thing that popped in my head. Like I'm always in my head. I always got jokes. So it, it's just sometimes you just want to do it. You know, sometimes you do something, and you just think about like ten years from then. You know, like you're like, oh my god, why did I say that? Why did I do that? Yeah. Right? Why did I do that? It's so random. So I don't think that we should be like holding any single person to a standard. I think education is super important. I remember when I was in college, I took a gender studies class because I, you know, it was around the time that people were getting more into pronouns and, you know, the Zimzer and the, and they, and the, and they, they, them. And like, I'm fully fine with whatever pronoun you want me to call you. I just wasn't like, sure. Cause I'm like, what is Zimzer like in what is, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I took a gender studies class and um, I had learned so much because at that time I was like, well, I don't really understand the difference between sex and gender. And I don't understand um, pronouns. Why doesn't everyone just go by them and they then, you know, if we really want to be like inclusive, like it was just weird. Like, why don't we just all have like a universal system for referring to each other? Um, but I learned that people just have preferences, you know, um, during my time in school, I, I met um, a trans girl and she, I, I remember talking to her and me at that point thought I was being super, um, I don't want to say educated, but I felt like I knew enough at that point. I've been on Tumblr for such a long time. <laughs> um, I felt like I was saying the right things. And then, you know, and, and she was like, Hey, um, I appreciate that, but we don't like to be referred to that way anymore. This is these, this is how I'd like you to address me as a trans woman. And I was just like, ah. and I wasn't like, Oh, you know, you guys with your pronouns and this is too much and have some respect for yourselves. And, you know, it was just like, oh, OK, you know, yeah. and then you just learn. Yeah. So I, I was, a lot of this is I was told educating. one thing I like about them, them. <laughs> one oh, thing God. I like about people in that community is that they're not afraid to tell you, hey, don't call me that. Like right. I, was, I was at this coffee shop. And I met um, Elle, and she was like, I'm a ma'am. She, that's what you should call me. And I'm like, okay. I, you know, I, at the time, I probably didn't understand it. And I was like, you know what? If you want me to call you that, that's fine. There's, this is not the time or place for me to just be like, oh, no, no, turn, burn this place down. Like, for what? Right. Yeah, she has a preference. That's it. Right. Simple and clean. Right. So I think that that can go like across the board for everyone. Like we can't shame people for wanting to make money. You know, at the end of the day, a lot of people, millions, millions of people lost their job. Million pieces, millions of pieces, millions of pizzas, millions of people, you know, were at risk of losing their homes. Lots of people did. Lots of people are homeless now. Lots of people weren't eating. 
So to think that, oh, I'm going to put someone down because they want to have a little fun or sell some feet pics or show a little butthole for a 20 bucks. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's fine. Like we could, sh- we don't have right. to shame people for like only fans or the porn, but what we should shame people for is not being aware of Instagram or TikTok and then posting videos that could potentially put you in harm's way. Like there are people selling people's nudes on Reddit right now. Like it's a thing. Like it's not right. her only fans. Like they didn't, earnestly and intentionally put out their porn like you didn't these women they didn't intentionally say i'm gonna be naked today they went on tiktok and assuming that this filter is safe but it's not and now their porns their porn because literally it is is being sold right and that's that's what sucks right so education super important if not to educate someone else educate yourself and also it's not people's job across the board, I don't care what for, to educate you on something that you don't understand. If there's something that you feel like you don't understand that you better want to, take the time, go on Reddit, go in forums, um, watch YouTube videos, blog posts, anything Facebook is to educate not, yourself. Uh, I like how you said you didn't say Facebook. People no. literally be posting on Facebook, hey, um, is a silhouette challenge bad? Go do your research. Google. Don't wait on your auntie who who's a damn near Trump supporter. <laughs> oh, no. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't, you can't, you won't really find the answers you need. Like, you often you won't find the answers you need in the circle that you're in. You're going to have to go right. out of it to find the answers you really need. Like, don't stay in right. that pool you're in. Go out to the other pools. Find out more information and learn and grow. And then come back. And then pee in the pool you were in and then leave. <laughs> Right. Yeah, but pee, pee in pee in someone else's pool. Pee in somebody else's pool. But <laughs> I, I just don't understand. Like I've seen it on Facebook. I took a screenshot and I shared it to like some multiple group chats. I was like, these people are dumb. Like these people are on Facebook asking real life questions. How do I fix the silhouette challenge? How do I not uh, get? Um, how do I not get hacked on sil- you Hacked? You didn't get hacked. You put this out here for people to. Reverse it. Like, come on. Be smart right, people. Exactly. Right. So, I mean, for me, I mean, that's that's shit. That's all I got to say. You know what I mean? Like, I just want people to become more aware of what they're doing. And it's fine. No one's asking you to read every user agreement that you ever get sent for anything ever. Um, just be aware. And please don't rely on people who are not a part of of that community or that thing mm-hmm. to educate you. Like to this day, I still see people reposting those. Oh, this is Instagram. Um, you haven't posted in a while. If you don't post, we're going to delete your account. I swear. I saw one two weeks ago, Gil. I wanted to scream. So I have a funny story. Like, Andrew on. Schultz, the comedian, uh, the genius. <laughs> he got thick boy, extraordinary, thick, thick boy, extraordinary Schultz. He, uh, Got a DM from Michael Rappaport. He's a comedian. I'm not sure if you know who he is. He's got a blue check mark. Anyways, he DM'd or a, a profile with his name DM'd Andrew. Say, yo, our Instagrams are getting hacked, bro. Click this link and this link will probably help you not get hacked. So he's like, oh shit, this looks like this famous comedian I know. He has a blue check mark. 
This is definitely real. I'm going to click this link. No, you don't do that. Like Instagram is not going to DM you and tell you, hey, your profile might be getting hacked. Click this link to save it. Like, and this goes to show you that it's like everybody on every like spectrum on the successful and not so successful. We all get ha- we all get fished. We all all of us are eligible to get these hacking. Right. But it's up to us to be aware and learn that, you know what, this is this could potentially happen. Let me not click on every DM I get. Let me not click on every text. Like when we were at Wells this morning, I got a text from AT&T and it said, uh, where what did it say? It said, hey, get your free iPhone here. Click the link. Claim your prize. Really? I'm going to get a text from AT&T to win my prize and get a free iPhone? Okay, great. I'm going to do that. No, you you don't do stuff like that, or you right. get a, or you get a, a letter in the mail from FPPLE, and you assume that it's FPNL, but it's not, and it's telling you you have to pay this certain thing to get this incentive, but it's not. People need to learn and educate themselves that there are people that are going to take advantage of you if you don't know anything. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. People that go and hack, they're not like targeting you specifically. They're a lot of times just kind of throwing out the line and seeing what they can catch. And sometimes you're just the one. So you have to be hyper vigilant about that stuff. And, you know, if someone says something about like a certain app or a certain product, do your own research, do your own research. I don't even respond to like uh, things that say, hey, change your password. Um, You know, you have some suspicious activity. Click the link to view it. I, I'm okay, cool. If it's there, then it should be in my account, and I will sign into the account myself Uh via some other way besides this email or this text or whatever, whatever they use, and then do my own investigation. Yeah, and that's it, man. Because listen, um, a lot of times people complain about, oh, I got hacked. A lot of times you didn't get hacked. They asked for your information and you gave it to them, and that's not a hacking. That is. Someone told me you're not a victim. You're a participant. Yeah. <laughs> you literally so, just somebody said, hey, can I can I use your car to go to Miami? Oh, yeah, sure. Right. Hey, here's the keys. All right. Cool. Oh, someone stole my car. <laughs> <laughs> no, you gave it to them. Yeah. But I mean, that's it. Anything you want to add, Gil, today to this? Uh... <laughs> I mean, I provide consultation if you have any questions about learning how to navigate in this social media space or internet space and you're not sure if you're using the right protective services you don't know what a vpn is i'm here to help you you know walk you through it via zoom or we can meet at a coffee shop right or you can hit me up and i'm just going to refer you to gil because i don't do consultations yeah so (laughs) Yeah, we should do consultations. I have, uh, well, I'll talk to you off air about that soon. All right, cool. All right, guys. So thank you so much for listening to this episode of Culture Theory. Um, Don't forget, if you'd like to follow us, you can follow us on Instagram at Culture Theory Podcast. And don't forget to find us on Facebook now at Culture Theory Podcast. And you can visit our website, culturetheorypodcast.com. And you can find us on Twitter at My Culture Theory and god i think that's it oh we're on youtube at culture theory podcast (laughs) so anywhere you get your culture or your theories you can find us so thank you so much for watching um special shout out as always to our amazing patreon patrons who support the show don't forget if you'd like to you can support us for as little as five dollars a month 
at patreon.com slash culture theory. $5 is like, you found that on the floor. You can get that in the couch. Um, there was a story on NPR the other day about this guy who would always go in the shower and then money would fall off of him and he could figure out where he fell asleep with coins in his pocket. And then as he would sleep, they would get stuck to his back. What? And then when he showered, they would fall out. So he just thought like change was mysteriously falling out of his body. And he found out because he fell asleep with change in his pocket. So if you fall asleep with change in your shorts, in your pants, okay, in your wallet, and it slides out, gets stuck to your back, and you find it on the shower floor, donate it to patreon.com slash culture theory, just like our theorist. Your boy, Jay Pizzy. Vic Peck. Kenneth Collins. Alberto Glover. Antonio McFadgen. Gedalia Dormius. My mom. Ashley. Anton. Sean J. Hudson. <laughs> Willie Reese. Julius Jordan. And Asia. Asia. <laughs> I, we were trying to sync that one. Yeah. Thank you to our Patreon pages for supporting the show. You guys are the bomb.com. Y'all are the bees knees. Y'all are the bomb diggity. You hit, you slap. All All that. that. All that. All right, guys. So thank you so much for watching this episode again. If you'd like to follow us, don't forget to follow us on our socials. If you can't donate to our Patreon, all we ask that you do is share it. Just just trying to quit our jobs. That's all we try to do. Just quit our jobs. So if you can just share our um, info, you know, go ahead and share our stories. Okay. Share, uh, well, you can't share stories, share our posts to your stories. Um, you can definitely share our profiles around like, Hey, look at this. Look at these people out here doing stuff, doing you know, cool share stuff. episodes, you know, anywhere you get your podcasts, you can find us. So again, thank you guys for watching and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.